We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The Detroit Lions select Jameer Gibbs, running back, Alabama. Goff looks, Goff throws, caught inside the one, fighting for the end zone, and getting in for the touchdown, Detroit Lions. Amon Ross, St. Brown. The snap, he's got it, wants to throw, Wentz, looks, looks, pressure comes, Wentz, hit, sack, back inside the 20, Aiden Hutchinson, that's number two. Yerp! Welcome to the Pride Podcast, episode 329 on the Blue Wire Network. I am your host for today, Malcolm, and I am joined by my good guy, Pierre, man. Pierre, what's going on? I'm doing well, bro. How you been, Malcolm? I'm doing good, man. Uh, I'm ready for this matchup, man. We have a Saturday matchup, which is very, very weird. I mean, Saturday is usually for college football. Now we have a Lions primetime game on Saturday, so that's kind of interesting, man. Um, How you doing, man? I'm doing great. I'm actually excited about this game. Prime time, Saturday night. Kind of different vibe, really. We haven't really had that in, since, like, have we had a Saturday game in Detroit? Have we? I want to say the last one. Tyler, where's, Tyler? where's Tyler? Tyler would know. I don't know. I mean, whatever, bro. It's just <laughs> exciting. You know, you, you want to get that loss out the way. You want to get this dub. But you're facing a tough Broncos team. Yeah. Uh, a well coached, uh, you know, when Peyton first got there, they were a little like kind of like how Campbell got here was kind of just feeling out the players, but now he knows how to use them. And man, they're, they're they're going, man. They're playing good football right now. They're a hot team. I think they've won five straight, six straight. Something I like think it's four their last five or something like that. Um, yeah, yeah, man, they're really right. I mean, I mean, Russell Wilson has a riding right now. I mean, uh, the team is, I mean, Broncos country, let's ride. I mean, they're riding right now. Um, this is a tough game, man. I mean, coming into this game, if you had told me this um, five weeks ago, I'd be like, yeah, right, we're walking right through the Denver Broncos. But Denver Broncos, I believe they won 40 last five or could have been five of their last five. Or I know they're on some streak right now. They're, they're pretty hot right now. They're playing really well, playing good football. And this is a team. This is a good game, man. This is a game that I'm actually interested to see how the, how the Detroit Lions play. Um, you know how I feel about the Lions and saying, uh, you know, I'm not really too confident about them being beating um good teams and good teams or teams that's um that's well coached and good quarterback and, and and good defense play so this is gonna be a good test man this is a test for us i mean i think these next four games 
we're going to be playing some tough defenses. So this is test one, one of four. Let's go. Yeah, one thing I would say that the Lions kind of have an edge is Dan Campbell knows Sean Payton's playbook inside and out. Like, he knows what he likes to run. Because obviously he was his assistant head coach in New Orleans. And AG has practice against that defense. But you still got to execute. You know, um, you got to execute. I'm sure Sean Payton will have some wrinkles too. He's a great coach. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, this episode we don't have Tyler. Tyler's not here today. Um, let's just jump right into the injury report, man. Uh, for the Orleans Saints, what do you have? Yeah, we got outside linebacker Nick Benito, who has 44 pressures and eight sacks per PFF. He is out, so that's a big break for the Lions O-line. Um, tight end Greg Dolchich is also out. And then we have safety PJ Locke is questionable. He didn't practice Tuesday and Wednesday, but was limited on Thursday. So I, he's probably a game time decision. We'll see. Um, the fact that he was limited probably has a chance to go, but we'll see what happens there. He's one of their starters. He's playing well, by the way. Okay. So yeah. Oh, that's it. That's it. They only oh. got three guys. Um, I mean, there was other guys on the route tour, but they're all playing, so there's no point to say. I'm just oh, saying the okay. game statuses. Yeah, that's it. Got you, man. All right, folks. Okay, so um, moving on to the Lions. So for the Detroit Lions, we have um, Hendon Hooker. He is out. Um, Taylor Decker is questionable um, with a back injury. Benito Jones, he has a neck injury. He's questionable. Frank Ragnow, back, toe, knee, neck, everything um, questionable. Um, Josh Reynolds, back is also questionable. And that's it for the Lions. So it looks like um, we have a shot to have all of our offensive linemen back this game. So that's that's a positive. So one positive is Taylor Decker, Benito Jones, and Frank Ragnow were all, were all full, full participants this week. Um, Hendon Hooker is out because he hasn't been on the he's not on the 53 yet. He's still if they don't activate him after this week to the 53, he'll be out the entire year. So that's something to monitor um, tomorrow should happen tomorrow. So game is or Saturday tomorrow or Saturday. So something to monitor there. And then Josh Reynolds hurt us back on Wednesday. He's been limited the last two days. So I do think he's truly questionable. with other guys. I think they're good to go bearing setbacks. That's good news. And uh, involving Hooker, I think they're going to put Hendon Hooker on the roster. Um, they, they they wanted to keep developing him, so yeah, I, 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 like to, yeah. I I can see him making um being on the roster so he can practice. Because if he does, if he's not on the, on the roster, he can't practice. Yeah, so it's, it's doesn't make sense. So yeah, I really I, I I expect him to be on the roster. Me too. Um, we'll see what happens there. But yeah, those are the both teams are relatively healthy at this point of you know of the season. Obviously, teams have guys in IR, but for the most part, both teams are pretty healthy. So it's gonna be um it's gonna be a good one. Yeah, let's go. All right. So um look like we have some um is his name C D C D Gardner Johnson or CJ Gardner Johnson. Well, did he officially change his name or is his name still CJ? I Gardner? am not sure. I'm just gonna go with CJ Gardner Johnson until they tell us otherwise, because I don't know. Oh, okay. Uh if you want or we'll go with Deuce. He wants to be called Deuce, we'll call him Deuce. Deuce, I mean yeah, CD Deuce. CD Deuce. <laughs> Let's just go with what he wants to be called. I like Deuce. Deuce is a cool name, like too. I like yeah. it. Uh, Deuce was um, cleared to practice. It looks like he'll practice next week, and he could be back also on the field next week. If not, he'll be the final. So he's, you know, we already kept tweeting December 20th. That's next Wednesday. That's when they first start practice for that week. I think it's the Vikings week, right? That is the Vikings week. It's the Vikings week, yeah. So he could be back versus the Vikings. If not the Vikings, probably looking at Dallas. Bearing any setbacks, of course. Um, 
but he's good to go, man. He's cleared. That's crazy. I think um they were saying that the injury was supposed to be longer than it, than than it was, and he pretty much got healed quicker um than the expected time. So that's good for him, man. Yeah, and um I don't know if you've been seeing his Twitter, but he is fired up. Man, he's always fired up. I mean, that, that's not a shocker, man. He been talking shit the moment he got hurt. <laughs> so he says, so some guy, Detroit enthusiast, tweeted tweeted at him, man. If CJ comes back this year after playing with one fucking arm in the game after the injury, I might talk more shit than him, dog. And then CJ Gardner Johnson quote tweeted it. Looks like we're going to be popping shit together. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> I mean, it's exciting, bro. It, like he gets you fired up, you know. And he's he's a he's a vocal guy. Like someone they kind of missed on that defense. Like have that dog in them. Not not like. Whatever like, it can help you, like yeah, like he kind of like instills fear. I want to say, I guess maybe or whatever. I mean, guys punch him, bro. Like I don't know what he says, but he gets in people's heads. Yeah, whatever, whatever can help this defense. Anything that can help, I'm down a hundred percent. So yeah, he, bring him on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then um, finally, uh, Quinton Bohanna got signed to the to the Titans active roster. They signed him from the practice squad. He ran out of elevations, and the Lions just have too many nose tackles. If they sign him to the active roster, I don't know. Like you already have Benito on there, you have Roderick, you have Olawalu on the practice squad, and I feel like I'm missing. And you have Isaiah Bugs. So it's 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 like a crowded room at nose tackle. You need like more pass rushers. So it didn't make sense to bring him on. So he's gone. Um, wishing the best. He he showed flashes here. He had some moments, good and bad. But he's still a young player. I think he could have success in this league. So best of luck to him. And uh, yeah. You know, I mean, I think uh, from his time here, I mean, I thought he played okay. I think he yeah. had a sack. I think he had, I think he had a sack. Um, he had a few, um, a few, um, you know, some some stops behind the line. Uh, I mean, he was good. He was good for us. Yeah, he had a really – his first game was good for us, and after that, it kind of fell off a little. But, hey, he's a practice squad guy. There's not much to expect. Yeah. Okay, so let's just let's just jump right into I guess you know this game, this this Denver Broncos game. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And let's talk about the Detroit Lions offense. And what does what do the Detroit Lions have to do to win this game offensively? What happened the last time the Lions played prime time on a night game? Do you remember what happened? Who went off? Who went off? Who was it? Jameer Gibbs. <laughs> Jameer Gibbs. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. My memory's all over the place. Um, so I was looking at the Broncos. Um, they are 32nd against the run. Opponents are running 144, 144 yards on them on the ground. So this is a Jameer Gibbs game. Has to be. I like Mon- I like Monty. I think Monty's gonna get his carries, but this is a Jameer Gibbs game. Was that with that primetime game? Did did Monty play or was he hurt? No, he was hurt. Okay, so that's that. That makes sense. That makes but sense. That, this that is... makes sense that Gibbs was so involved this game. Um, I'll be shocked. I, I hope. I hope we get a Gibbs game. I think that's what, that gives us that's our best opportunity to win. And but... I'll tell you the reason why. Um, obviously his speed is just he could take it to the house any play. We saw last week if he doesn't drop that pass, that's probably a touchdown. That is a touchdown. Um, and w- I think what they're going to do is they're going to use their linebackers in the middle of the field, kind of like how a lot of teams been doing to try to take away Amon Ra and Laporta. And that kind of opens your, your little screen game that you want to do, or, you know, like, which the lions have been doing successfully, but last week it didn't work out. So I think this is more of a Gibbs game where they give him these little screens and they, and they run it down their throats with Monty kind of being that change of pace guy that comes in. Or, you know, if one guy is just feeling it, if one guy's feeling it, Malcolm, if Monty's feeling it and Gibbs is not, go with the hot hand. Either way, I think both of them are going to get at least 100 yards, like all purpose, both of them. So, yeah, like 200 yards between both of them. As far as the the personnel and hope, I mean, I I would love Gibbs to be out there. I think that's one of our – that would be one of our keys to switch our to change our deep our offense around to make them start playing better is having Gibbs getting the bulk of the carries. But I gotta say it to believe it, man. Um, I just don't know. I think they have too much faith in Monty. And as far as like carries goes, I think he'll get the bulk of the carries. I mean, that's how it's been the last every time he's healthy, he'd be getting the bulk of the carries. And I think they kind of I think they split carries completely between both of them as far as touches. But um Monty gets more of the the, the running the running load and then they kind of share um gives with some passing plays and they kind of total out to the same amount of touches but as far as gibbs getting the bulk of the carries i i hope i i really hope because i think this offense will take off but no i just don't see that happening not necessarily carries but i think he'll get more touches than monty he has to i mean this is his game like this is this is the game that he matches up well against this team because, like I said, I think the linebackers are going to be more focused on the middle of the field in coverage, like how every team has been doing over the last few weeks. And like, all right, if Gibbs wants to catch it, he could beat us. We'd rather have him beat us than maybe Laporte or Amonrod beating us over the seam or over the middle. I, because that's kind of how they played last week. Um, the Bears played the Lions last week. Is That's kind of how they played it. 
and they took those two guys out of the game. Credit to them, you know. So, yeah, I mean, I again I, last week we saw Monty eighteen carries. <laughs> I mean, I I, I got to see it, man. I I really want Gibbs to get the the bulk of the carries, and hopefully he does it this week. Yeah, and then another thing is, um, I mean, the Broncos they they've been giving up a lot of yards, but they're second and third down defense. And I believe they are twelfth uh, in red zone defense, and they're also first in creating turnovers. Overall, they're giving up three hundred seventy-seven yards a game, which is ranked thirtieth in the NFL. But like I said, they're second in red zone or twelfth in red zone defense, and second and third down defense, and first in turnovers. So it's kind of like a bend but don't break defense. Like they're giving up all these yards, but when they get to the red zone and when it's third down, they're stopping teams. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, I think that that's the case. And also, you got to factor in the beginning of the season; they were horrifically bad. Yeah, they were they were next level. You know, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20 oh, yeah. one Detroit Lions bad. Like they were really bad on defense. Like they gave seventy points to the Dolphins. If everybody can remember how bad that defense was, but um, they they were able to turn around, and that's they did. I, I think if you just factor in like the last few weeks. It, it, the numbers will probably be much better, but it's just because they were just horrifically bad to begin to, to start to start the year off is why the, I think the yard just is, is so so off like that. And then yeah, and then so then I want to talk about more of the passing game kind of. I feel like if you get this run game going, I mean like get it going. Just damn it, they're giving up five point one yards per carry. The Broncos on the ground, so get this run game going, and then from that. You know, maybe they bring that extra safety, the extra linebacker in the box, and then you dial up your play action. And then that's when you kind of start doing whatever you want to do. That's what I, how I would attack this because they got some good pass rushers too. And the way you slow down a good pass rush is by running the football. Um, Baron Browning has 22 pressures and he has four sacks per PFF, right? Then you have um, Zach Allen, who's playing out of his mind, Malcolm. He's an interior defensive lineman. He has 50 pressures and he has seven sacks. I could, I mean, they got, uh, they, who's the other guy they got here? Um, sorry, I have my notes right here. It's Jonathan Cooper. He's not the best um, in coverage, but he has 40 pressures and six sacks. I mean, these guys are getting pressures from everywhere. They're missing, obviously, Benito, who's, who's another guy who's getting a lot of pressures and sacks for them, but. You can see they don't really have one star, but they have like three or four good players on the D line. It's like it's a good group. Sometimes that's all you need. If you have to, if you're scheming it correctly, you're able to put the pressure on the quarterback with just those guys. Yeah, I mean this is this is this is a tough. This is gonna be a tough matchup, and I think our offensive line they have to be play. They have to play. You know, one of their best games. Um, you know, we have to see that Chargers that Chargers game pretty much from this offensive line as far as how they play against the Chargers. Um, we're gonna need to see that performance because if not, um, it could be a rough one, man. I'm not gonna, I'm not even gonna lie because this is a good team and they 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 start from their defense and they they get takeaways, they they put pressure on quarterbacks, and that's something that kind of been haunting us lately. Um, is, yeah, is pressure, has. pressures, and um takeaways, and uh, you don't want to have this to be a turnover fest because if that happens, then it's gonna be bad. It won't, it won't be good. Yeah, and um, so. Like I, so that's why I said running the ball is very key. And like you mentioned, the Lions haven't been playing disciplined football. And against a Sean Payton coach team, you have to play disciplined, or like Campbell said, you'll get embarrassed. 
like Sean Payton will embarrass you. And trust me, this means a lot to them because Sean Payton is facing his former pupils and Aaron Glenn and Dan Campbell. And then those guys are facing their old boss. So this is personal for like both sides. They both want it more, you know? And obviously they tell their players that, and then their players get a little more fired up as well. So it's, I feel like this is going to be a, a nasty low scoring defensive type of game. Really? Oh shit. Don't say that. Cause our our defense can't keep up with nobody. (laughs) No, like it's going to be like, what I mean is like the Lions are going to like try to run the ball. You know, and I think the Broncos are going to try to do the same thing. Okay. And, yeah. like, it's going to be a lot of T.O.P. on both sides. And then when you get to the red zone, both teams kind of struggle a little, right? Um, the Lions haven't been good in the red zone the last few weeks. And the um, – well, it says the Lions here are 12, but if you actually look at their the last few weeks, they haven't they haven't been that good in the red zone. No, they haven't. Not last few weeks. I would say maybe the last seven weeks. And yeah. then you look at the Broncos, they're 26 in red zone efficiency. So it's it's going to be a dog fight. That's, that's why I mean it's going to be like a dog fight. That's why running the ball and taking care of the football is really important. And, I mean, I'm excited about this game. I feel like it's going to be some old school football. It's going to be fun. Yeah, it, I mean, it, it could be a tale of two ways, man. It could be a game where it could be really good and we come out with the victory or we can get embarrassed. And yeah. we get embarrassed if we don't. They're not, they're not playing their best football. I think they're really gonna have to come out and, and, and play their best football. I think both sides is gonna have to really come come to it. If not, you know, we're playing a good Broncos team that that wants it. They're fighting for the division right now. I think if they win this game, I think they're they're leading their division. If they win this game, um, they'll be I get I think what number one in there with the AFC with their in the West. I am not sure. I do not know the the records on the AFC. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think I think right now if they win this game. I think they'll be leading their division. I think they'll be they'll jump the the Kansas City Chiefs who just lost um, against the Bills last week. So this is I think this is a very important game for for them. So it's it's gonna be tough, man, because they they're gonna want it just as bad as we do. So they're not on a winning streak, but they're hot. They've won one straight. The Chiefs have lost two straight, and they're eight and Chiefs are eight and five. Broncos are eight or seven and six. So yeah, I mean this means a lot for the Broncos too. They're playing for their playoff hopes, and even Detroit too. I mean, they they got it. They got to get it right. Yeah, they do. They do. So that's what I'm saying, man. We got to play our best football, man. Um, but yeah, I think I think you said it correctly, man. I think we have to run the ball. I think you have to run the ball. Um, get the running game going. I don't. I mean, I really don't. I hope it's Gibbs, but I think it's gonna be both guys. Both guys just have to be efficient and just run the ball, get get mm-hmm. get the carries, get the touchdowns, and make it easier for golf, and make it easier for the offensive line, and um, hopefully we get this dub. I mean, that's I think that that would uh get the offense going. Yeah, we didn't really talk about their two stud DBs, Justin Simmons and All Pro safety, and then uh, you got Pat Sertain, who's arguably one of the best corners. Maybe some people say top two, top one whatever, but he's one of the best corners in the league. Um, so you don't want to be in third and fucking eight or third and nine versus this defense. You just don't. They got pass rushers. They got ball hawks in the secondary. You you don't want to do that. There's a reason it's why they're, the reason why they're, they're, they're a top team in turnovers, man. There's a reason why. Yeah, I mean, they got some dogs in the secondary. Yeah. My, my question is, I'm not sure if you know the answer to it. Does, does Patrick Chetain, does he follow guys or are you? Um, 
if he follows, I don't think this game he would because it's Aminra or number one's Aminra, and he's mainly Aminra is mainly a um a slot guy. Yeah. But um I I think he's just gonna stay on his side. Yeah. The That's guy right. opposite That's of him, yeah. The guy opposite of him is Fabian Moreau. He's decent, and then they got uh their nickel corner, undrafted kid last year out of um what's his name? Sorry, let me go on my notes here. <sighs> he's uh McMillan. Oh yeah, McMillan. Jaquan McMillan. Um cool. out of Eastern Pirates. He's 5'9, 183. He's more of a speedy slot nickel small guy, but he's having a good year for them. So again, though, like I like Aminra over him because Aminra has a few inches on him. And um yeah, I think Aminra is a little more physical. This guy's a little smaller, you know, so. But these linebackers, it's going to be mainly – I don't think they're going to play more zone than man because that's how teams have been playing the Lions. They've been taking away that middle of the field, beat us on the outside. And I think the Lions, this game, we talked about Sertain. I know he's a good corner, but he also gives up yards. He's not perfect, you know. And the other guy, uh, Fabian Moreau, if you have your chances, you got to go outside a little. You can't just go inside. Is this a game that we finally see um, my guy, um, Jameson Williams, go off? It could be in the screen game, like I said. Um, I don't know if they'll necessarily go deep. It just depends how they play. I mean, there could be plays where he's running wide open because he's so fast. But I would get Jamo more involved for sure because you could give him like a two-yard slant. He could turn that, as we saw the other day, into like eight, nine more yards, easily take it to the house. He's a really fast guy, fast player. So yeah, I would, Malcolm. I mean, what I would do, I would get the ball in my playmaker's hands. Which is, you know, Amonra, Laporta, Jamo, Gibbs, and then sprinkling some Montgomery in there. Like when you need those tough yardage, I would focus more on Gibbs, but I know they want to go by committee, and I understand that. So we'll see what happens. But I, I do think they're going to be able to run the ball easily. Just when they get to the red zones, can be a little tough. Yeah, I agree. I, I think that I think that's that's that, that's very possible. Now they could they could they could execute, but. Um, they just haven't shown up the last few weeks, man, and it's kind of frustrating. Yeah, that's the tough part. But, I mean, if you want to be encouraged, um, Lions fans, um, the Lions did say that they had their best week of practice. I think they said all from all year. Um, so I think that's encouraging if you want to look at it that way. And um, maybe they're fired up and they're just – they really want to go. I mean, I just hope that fire stays the, the whole game. And not just burn out in the, in the third quarter. Uh, that, that's my that's my that's my main worries, man. Is them coming out hot, and then they just you know the, the third quarter, that famous third quarter that the Lions struggle with so so um so much. I'll tell you one thing they need to do, which they kind of get away with a little. If something's working, keep doing it. For example, versus um the Bears, they were running the ball with ease, and they come out in the third quarter, they start throwing it a little. Just do what's working. Do what's working, and when that gets going, when your running game gets going, they'll eventually bring an extra guy in the box, and you'll have your one-on-ones on the outside, and you could attack them with the play action or with your shots or whatever it is. Don't don't force something, you know. Like just do what's working. Don't get cute. Don't don't do all that stuff. It's it's like simple. Yeah, I agree, man. I agree. All right. Um, 
Let's move on to the Lions defense versus the Denver Broncos offense. And what does the Lions defense have to do to help the Lions win this game? So whenever like we talk about offense, I always like to me and Tyler, well, the last fight I did with Tyler, I was like, who are guys you circle? And in this game, you might laugh at me, but I'm circling Russell Wilson because the Lions have trouble defending mobile 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 quarterbacks. And Russell Broncos. Wilson could move. Broncos country, that's right. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, Corlin Sutton, who's playing really good football. Um, and their O-line's pretty solid, too. Like, it's not bad. They got a solid O-line. Jerry Judy, like, he's not having the great year, but he's still a good player, in my opinion. So that's another guy to watch out for. Then they got their Marvin Hall. Marvin Mims. Fast kid. I think he ran a four, three, five, or something like that. He's really fast. They basically just use him on like deep routes, vertical routes, or they'll use him like on a little dump off screen. He just runs. So they they like to get him out in space. Um but Malcolm with the Broncos, I think it starts with you gotta pressure Russell Wilson. Because we've seen in Seattle what happens when you pressure Russell Wilson. He he's not when I mean pressure, you also have to contain. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you got to finish too. You got yeah. you got to tackle. You got to tackle. You know, um, last last week they didn't contain. They didn't finish. They got the pressure. I mean, they did finish at times, but at times, I mean, they, Anzalone will tell you he had his worst game probably in his career last week, um, or one of his worst games. You got to tackle. You know, um, and maybe. Maybe try disguising some coverages. We saw what Chicago did last week. They were confusing us, showing blitz, dropping out, showing a certain coverage, going to something else. I think AG should do that a little. Disguise. Ooh. <laughs> disguise coverages, yes. Ooh, oh, man. That's, <laughs> no, that's, but, that's um, very good, man. I don't know. The The Broncos' strength is not their offense. It's it's. I mean, they have their 24th in yards, 13th in rushing offense, 27th in uh, – and passing offense, they're 21st and third down, 26th in red zone efficiency, and they're seven. They're they're ranked 17th in takeaways. Lions are 20th in takeaways. So the Broncos offense isn't really that good. They'll kind of just dink and dunk sort of and see what happens. Um, that's how Russell Wilson been playing. They don't really take a lot of shots unless it's to Mims. They'll dial up a couple plays to him, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you take away their running game. I think I think they they rely heavy on their running game and Javante Williams. Yes, they do. Um, so if you limit him. It would make the game easier. I'm I'm worried about Kurt, um, Sutton, to be honest with you, man. Yeah, and Sutton, um and, sure. and and the guys who who's going to be covering him, because I think, man, I mean, if they want to, I don't think either of our corners could cover him. I so have I have his cousin, I have his cousin shadow him. I don't know if they're cousins. Do you know how Cam shadowed Devonte? He did. Yes. No, I mean I I didn't know. And. I'm not gonna lie, he got cooked a couple of times, but he also made a couple plays. Um, Camp Sun right now is your best corner. You don't your pass rush hopefully could come live this game, but they got a good O-line. Um Cam is your best corner though, and I would have him shadow uh his law his cousin. I don't know if they're cousins, I'm just saying that if they have the same last name. Yeah, I don't so, I don't think the cousins, but um I don't I mean that gives it a best option, I guess, but um I don't think that's good because <laughs> I, I don't think either of them could cover him. Yeah, so, another, yeah. I mean, another thing I want to see with this defense, I, I realized last week they went to a lot of three linebacker looks. I feel like Brian Branch should be playing more in this game. 
You don't need the three linebackers. They got good linebackers. I get it. The Lions have good linebackers, but Brian Branch snaps last week were, were decreased. They went with a heavy like base instead of nickel set. Yeah, I get four three. Yeah, I'd get more back into that. Man, Brian Branch is a dog. He should be playing every snap, in my opinion. He's he's really good. He's one of your best DBs, one of your best players on defense. Period. And he's just a rookie, so I would I would keep him on the field. Um, maybe whichever linebacker is feeling that, just let them play. Kind of like last week, like Campbell has been feeling he's been playing more. Jr. Jr. made some plays. You know, he got more playing time. So that's what I would do. But stop the run. Force him into third and long situations. I feel like I say this every week and they're not doing it. Every week it's like third and two, third and three, third and two, third and four. Penalty, first and ten, first and five. You got to play disciplined football, man. Tackle, stop the run, and don't don't get into these third and two, third and threes because teams are just going to convert those. Like, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think we're playing a different type of quarterback. Even though Russell Wilson does have legs, um, he's a guy that's going to be looking down the field with his legs, so he's going to be trying to make a play with his arm. Even even on the move, so I think it'll be a little bit different. So yeah, definitely definitely got to tackle him. Because if not, he's gonna be looking down the field, um, and he's gonna try to make a play happen. So I, I think we have a I think we have a shot here. Um, containing Russell Wilson, he's already playing his best football. I mean, he's not. But <laughs> I'm looking at it. I mean, 23 touchdowns, eight picks, it, yeah, 67.2 completion percentage. But some games, it's like. He has 90 yards passing. In other games, he has like 300 yards passing. So it's very like inconsistent with him. Exactly, exactly. Um, and this could be a game for him to have 300 yards because just because of our secondary. To be honest with you, man. Um, hopefully he's not. Sean Payne also attacks weaknesses, so you better be on your game. If you're not, he'll keep attacking you until you stop him. If you can't stop him, he'll he'll destroy you. That's yeah. that's the way he is. That's how he was in New Orleans. Um, and if you like when Campbell was hired, that's basically what Campbell said. Like, we want to just attack weaknesses. And if you can't stop them, we'll keep doing that until you stop it. And he learned that, obviously, from Sean coaching under him. Coach mm-hmm. Payton. Yeah. So it's a tough matchup, Malcolm. I don't think this is a gimme game. I think they should win. I think they will win. But I don't think this is like a uh, gimme game. This, it's it's not. This is definitely not a gimme game. If you, if they're you, seven I, and six, man. They're a hot yeah. team. Um Right now, me right now, which team is playing better football? You could clearly say it's a better Broncos right now. The last few weeks, yeah. I mean, you could say that, yeah, for sure. But yeah. I would um I do think some bounce back. We can't believe that the players took over the practices, like they were in control of it, which is really good. Uh there's a sense of urgency in Allen Park, which is nice to see. Just show it to me on game day, man. I, I like we know what this team could do, they have talent. On both sides of the ball, um, we know what they could do. They just have to execute and, you know, get it out of the players. And the players got to play better. Yeah, let's, get, let's get that mojo back, man. I think, you know, at the beginning of the year, that that team, they just felt like they could be anybody. Mm-hmm. They, went to every, they went to every game feeling like they could be everybody. Now, I don't think they have that same mojo right now, man. I, I feel like that mojo is just gone. The Ravens exposed them on offense. I really believe so. Um just when you look at the way teams been playing Detroit, the Ravens exposed exposed their passing game or whatever you want to call it. I mean, you take the middle of the field away from Jerry Goff, he struggles, and he hasn't really been a big passing outside of the guy in his career, and teams know that. But I feel like 
sometimes maybe you have to be a little uncomfortable to be comfortable. Like try passing outside a little. Get get you know Reynolds. If Reynolds plays, they were having good chemistry. Run him on these deep posts or out deep outside routes. You don't have to run just 10, 5, 6, 7, 8-yard crossers and then let the receivers do the yak work. Maybe throw some shots to JMO. Maybe dial up some trick plays. You know, like get it going a little. And the O-line, obviously, I mean, Decker will tell you he had one of the worst. He's had one of the worst stretch, but he's been hurt. But that's not an excuse. Um, Glasgow has been up and down. Hopefully these guys are all back, and I, I guarantee you they're fired up because they just haven't played good ball. The O-line, when your O-line isn't going on this team, it's hard to get going because that's how they're built. That is facts. I think that, that <laughs> they need their O-line to play well, man. That's facts. Yeah. And receivers, too. Amin Ra last week, I mean, shit, he had a bad game. They did. He had a lot of drops. Most drops we've probably seen from St. Brown ever. But this is prime time, and your stars shine on prime time. And we saw last night they were prime time. The stars shined, and I think they're gonna shine again. It's prime time, man. Like it's different. Everyone's watching. You know, it's kind of that Christmas sea time. You can probably gonna see some Santa Claus outfits at Ford Field. I guarantee you, they're gonna show some on TV. So, shit. Let me get her. Let me get an early Christmas gift with a W. We'll see what they do, man. All right, uh, Pierre. Do we have anything else regarding the defense? Uh, that's about it, Malcolm. All right, man. Well, everybody, thank you for joining episode 329 of the Pi Podcast. Um, and that is a wrap, man. I am out, man. Peace. All right, guys. We'll see you guys on game day. I'm out. Peace.